Hey guys, good evening. My name is Toyeshe Oyebade from the Reconciliation Ministry and I'm excited to be with you once again. Thank you for everything that you have been to me and more. God bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. So like I told us last week that um, this podcast, Multiple Expressions, would be one year tomorrow. Would be one tomorrow and... Um, I'm just really thankful, like I said last week, I am really, really, really grateful to God for how far he has brought us. So, in light of that, happy anniversary to us, since tomorrow is not podcast day, so yeah, happy anniversary to us. I hope that years to come, if Jesus tarries, you and I, we are still here doing the work of the Lord and learning from the Holy Spirit and just moving one step closer to the life, the ultimate life that God wants us to live in. Amen. So, over the last 11 months, we have treated topics from purpose to reconciliation to godly counsel to lifestyle basically and um, godly lifestyle rather and I'm just really 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 reflective of how far God has brought us I was telling somebody that in a year by the time we bring together everything that we have learned of God it should not start making sense you know every month when a new topic springs up you're like "Ah, where where is she heading trust me half the time I don't know where I'm heading to, right? But one thing about God is, if you know that He doesn't reveal every part of His um, agenda and wants, He gives us in bits. Because honestly, if God shows you the total picture of what He wants to do with your life, some of us will chicken out, or some of us will become proud, like ah. Since you have seen where God is taking you, so you're like, ah, mm, I cannot go through this. You will not be humble in your spirit. The third thing is, you might not even be able to comprehend it. For some persons, financially, it looks very impossible. That how can a boy like me from this um, environment, how can I be a pastor or a senator in the United States? How so? For starters, I have to go to school. I have to apply to live over there. I have to be granted residency. You know, a lot of things start occurring in your heart. And imagine a boy in, let's say, Okokomaiko now. What does he even know that is called residency in the US? Like, what does it mean to permanently relocate to Canada? He doesn't even understand it. So if God shows him a picture and he's overseas in the picture he's like what is this because his heart his mind has not been programmed he has not learned his heart is still babyish so to speak so this is these are rather some of the reasons why god in his um, magnanimity has decided to reveal stuff to us one step at a time so that as you grow with him it shows you another dimension as you grow with him it shows you another dimension and when you bring every puzzle together every part of the puzzle together you say that oh 
really this was where God was taking me to do you understand amen so if you have missed out on podcasts like I said some weeks ago don't feel bad what do you need to do just go pick one and play even if you're playing the one from June 2020 it doesn't matter that probably means that God wants to speak to you in that aspect for that season so whatever one your hands find just indulge amen so beloved of God for the month of June by the help of the Holy Spirit will be treating convictions and this conviction will be in line with the ministry of the Holy Spirit now when I say the ministry of the Holy Spirit I mean that what does the Holy Spirit do that is distinct from what God does or from what Jesus does like you always say the Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit what exactly is this portfolio do you understand so vis-a-vis um, the ministry of the Holy Spirit will be treating for this month conviction so I am hoping by the help of the Holy Spirit that as the months go by we start seeing different things that the Holy Spirit does do you understand so the number one thing it does for this month that will be treating is what convictions and I know I hope we know that convictions can be in different aspects you can be convicted of a belief you can be convicted of a relationship you can be convicted of of an idea you know conviction is 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 basically something that is deeply rooted like if you want to say somebody is convinced of is is convinced of something that means that the person is not just in doubt the person is just is not picking that belief from from the from the um, tip the person is is deeply rooted in his assertion that this is what i believe in this is what i strongly believe in so when we say that the Holy Spirit convinces, the Holy Spirit convicts, or the Holy Spirit has a ministry of conviction, we are saying that the Holy Spirit deals with the root, the, the, the root rather, of what he intends us to believe in. Now for starters, all of us were born sinners, right? And we came into Christ. Some of us, it was a roller coaster for us. You know, we grew up in a Christian home, and one day there was an there was um, an altar call in our house, and we just saw that before we knew it, we were doing water baptism, and before we knew it, we were already in seminary. Like it was just easy, basically. And for some persons that probably been on the other side of life, doing whatever they want to do, and um, one day they just have an encounter. Now, one of these persons in the Bible is our favorite Apostle Paul. Now, Apostle Paul, formerly known as Saul, was convinced. You know, he had that 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 negative conviction. Now, this 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 brings us to a subtopic in that conviction can be negative and positive. But let me continue my story. Now, Saul was negatively convinced you know he felt like he was fighting for god he was fighting for what he believed in and he was he was going to do anything in his capacity to make sure that what he believed in became possible 
Now, if anybody sees him, they will say, this person is passionate. This person is convinced because he is, he is doing it by, by blood. He's doing it by sweat. He's been radical about it. And he wasn't going to stop. And then, all of a sudden, one day, on his way to Damascus, while going to persecute, based on his conviction that these people are not projecting the God that me I know, Ah, this is not God that they are projecting. They are probably um, saying heresies. So before they start spreading rumors again, let me go and shut them up. And he went in the company of some persons. He, he took he took permission from the higher ups that, see, sir, these people are are doing what they are doing doesn't make sense. I need permission to go there and shut them up. And he was given permission because he was convinced in court, right? And on his way, we know the story. Jesus Christ appeared to him. While other persons were hearing voice, they were not seeing anything, but he was seen. And he had to ask questions. You know, conviction brings you to a place of questions. Now, these are some of the things that will be treated in the in the in the in the, in the course of the month. Number one, I already said it, that conviction can be in two parts, positive and negative. The second thing is that conviction pushes you. No, in fact, the first thing is conviction is deeply rooted. Yeah. The second thing is that conviction can be positive or negative. Yeah. The third thing is that conviction pushes you into what? Asking self-evaluating questions. Like, who am I? Now, Saul started asking questions. Who are you? What is happening? Kilon Shele, what is this? And those guys told him, <laughs> I'm the one you've been persecuting. Oh. Yes, you have been persecuting my people. It looks like you were you were fighting for me, but no. You were persecuted. Because if you touch one, you touch all. And right from that instance, and subsequently, we saw a radical turnaround in the course of events for Apostle Paul. Firstly, is his name changed and the course of his life changed and that same English word conviction went from negative to positive because now the same energy with which he was actively persecuting Christians that same energy was channeled into what actively spreading the word of grace now Apostle Paul was not a disciple when Jesus was on earth you know you will, you will probably have even heard about Jesus going to preach and he's like, ah, once or today, you know how some of us say, ah, once or today, like they are, they are back again. Do you understand? Like, what are they saying? I beg. Because we feel like what we are holding on to, that is the only way, that is the only dimension of God that we can experience. So when other persons show us another dimension of God, we are like, nah, lie. It can't be. Abba, uh, uh, this same God, I beg, do your do do, do you understand? And then we doubt these things. So Apostle Paul was very convinced that what they are doing is, is lamba, is a lie. It's not true. But when he had an encounter with Jesus, and when the ministry of the Holy Spirit began to take effect in his life, he was convinced. Now, this conviction went to the root of his belief. Now, at first, he believed that 
Christians were probably just wasting their time around. God is sending a son. Which son? Ah, we have seen prophet. We have heard of prophets now. We've heard of prophet Elisha, prophet Elijah. We have, ah, ah, we've heard of Isaiah. So which one is Jesus again? Rabbi, he was not convinced. So to start his journey with God, Jesus Christ had to deal with the root, the root cause of why he was doing what he was doing. Because see, nobody acts in a vacuum. Nobody acts from a vacuum, rather. Everything you do is an end result of a thought process. Is an end result of series of, of, of thinking. If somebody steals, they didn't just steal. They probably went through the idea, ran it through their head, planned it, and consequently executed it. If somebody is greedy, they probably have been thinking about it. They've been looking at that phone in your hand and like, ah, I wish I could have it. And they were feeding that um, negative thought up to the level that it grew to be greediness. Do you understand? So nobody acts from a vacuum. Something must have cost something for you to have ended up doing something. Do you understand? So while as believers... Our own thought processes are precipitated on um, the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Our own root cause is the Holy Spirit. He is the one pushing us, helping us, and inspiring us to do what we are doing. Whereas on the other end, right, whatever they are doing to his word is inspired by whatever spirit is in charge of their life. Do you understand? So somebody can be zealous. Somebody can be responsibly irresponsible. Somebody can be, you know, crazy about a thought, about a belief. And the only way to change the cause of that belief is to attack the root cause of that belief and inject something there. The moment you inject something at that root, that person becomes what? Positively convicted. Now, beloved of God, we know that uh, anything we do for God is an inspiration from God. Whether you love God, whether you serve God, whether you work for God, whether you love other people, you are inspired to do that. Nobody can wake up and say, I want to serve God. Without being what inspired and given power to do that by the Holy Spirit. So also, you cannot be convinced positively. You cannot be convinced in a godly manner except by the Holy Spirit. So it means that you can preach to somebody from now to next year and he will keep saying the same thing and the person will not pay attention to you. Because it is not what you say that brings people to God. It is the ministry of the Holy Spirit that works on what you have said, plants the seed of conviction in your heart, attacks the root cause of why they have unbelief, and turns their lives around. And then it looks like all of a sudden, all of a sudden, this person is crying and asking questions like, what have I been doing all my life? Who is this God? How can I have access to this God? That 
is the ministry of the Holy Spirit. In the course of this month, we'll see how God draws us closer to him. You know, God works in our hearts. And by the, at, at your point of salvation, there is a need. There is a vacuum in your heart. That is why people keep coming out for altar calls before, because they, they, they are not experiencing conviction. It is not enough to come out and say, I accept Jesus as my Lord and personal Savior. Blah, blah, blah. It is not enough. You have to be convinced. Which is why nobody can come and tell you they are not a child of God. Because you know how you know it is by knowing. You know in your heart that you are a child of God. How do you know that God exists? I know it is a conviction. It, 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 is, from, it is from the root of your heart. It is from the root of your spirit. brings us his conviction when we are being preached to, which means that if you have not had access at all, there will be nothing to convict you about, which is why Jesus Christ gave us that um, great commission, that we should spread the gospel to all corners, because God will not come down with a, a microphone and preach himself. He saved us to be a channel of of, um, of 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 blessing to people. So that when you see the first thing we'll be seeing too is that conviction does not make you keep your mouth shut. If you are convinced that Christ died for you and you have come into salvation, you will not keep shut though. Ah, I don't know how to preach. I cannot even talk to people about Jesus Christ. Then we have to check your conviction. If you don't tell people about Christ, we have to check your conviction, sir and ma'am. If talking about Jesus Christ makes you feel shy, makes you feel uncomfortable, you can't talk about Jesus, not even on your WhatsApp status, not even in your place of work, not even at your business. You can't talk about God anywhere. We have to check your conviction because conviction does not keep your mouth shut. Apostle Paul didn't get convinced to go back home and start sleeping. He began working. He was ordained immediately. He was under tutelage immediately. He was under internship immediately. That's what conviction does for you. So as we go through the month of June, we would see how the Holy Spirit ministers to us in or through the point of from the point of conviction so beloved of god before we go today let me ask you a question what is at your core what thought is at your core have you been convinced that jesus christ is the truth jesus christ is the way the only way by the way how did you give your life to Christ? Can you tell me your salvation story? Were you convinced? Were you convicted? Because this is one of the things that make people, you know, fall out of the way. 
they will say they lost their salvation. Whereas they never even had it in the first place. They thought they did because they were in the ushering department. They thought they did because they were in, they were in a unit in church. Harvest committee chairman, youth fellowship, president of this and that, focusing on working for God, but forgetting that it is what is at your core that takes you into, into heaven. You won't enter heaven because you're a pastor. You won't enter heaven because you're, you're, because you're a unit leader head. What will make you enter heaven is your conviction. So, beloved of God, have you been convicted? I call you blessed. Bye.